Welcome back to the Cloth Diaper Podcast. This is show 104 with Katrina, the owner of Peanut and Poppet, a cloth diaper retailer in the United Kingdom. All right, are we surviving after a sugar high weekend? I'm hoping that some of you listening have little kids and you're not in the phase that I'm at, which is like five and six year olds who just literally ate candy all day because I prescribed to this belief that once they eat it, it's gone. Um, And that's how we're gonna tackle navigating relationships with food. Anyways, sugar high, sugar high all day and sugar high from me. I am Bailey. I'm the host of the Cloth Diaper Podcast, and every week we release a show from a cloth diaper retailer, brand, or parent talking about their cloth diaper experiences. This has been a wild four years of learning about different ways people start their business, different ways people navigate their cloth diapering, and different approaches to cloth diapering. Katrina and I sat down once in January to chat, and this is actually our second attempt because the first recording was absolutely terrible and I couldn't edit it to save its life. So this is our second conversation and we really kind of talk about her low waste transition and starting a business in a pandemic. One of the amazing things coming out of the businesses starting up in the last couple of years has been why they start their business and their transition and this desire to encourage and empower more parents to cloth diaper in a way that is truly simple without the fuss trying to get in front of people before they get into those spaces that overwhelms them as you know though this week is also earth week our earth day is coming up so april 22nd 2022 is earth day and then this weekend is the great cloth diaper change so be sure to find a great cloth diaper change near you you can go to the gcdc.weebly.com and find out if there's any local events both online or in person. I know Little Helpers is doing the only Canadian event online and then Anna from Nerdy Mamas will definitely be having an online event. I think she's doing hers on TikTok. When it comes to Earth Day, we've got lots of great promotions coming up. You can find the directory on my website, theclothipperpodcast.com. The 2022 Earth Day directory will have sales from brands around the world. We'll have all the details as well as some great sponsored posts and more content coming. I'm so happy this year to be working with Assembly Baby, Charlie Banana, and BCB Cloth as this year's big sponsors, and they'll have some amazing cloth diaper sales. So I hope that you check out their sales, you check out what's going on, and... This is my last Earth Day directory because I had an amazing opportunity happen and my life will be pivoting. We'll still be having the Cloth Diaper Podcast because I love this space and I love connecting with other entrepreneurs and I love connecting with other parents and learning about cloth diapering. I think that it is really important for us to create spaces where we can have conversations and other people can listen. One of the reasons that I wanted to have a podcast was so that I can share this information with you and that you as the listener can take what you learn. You can learn these stories and you can learn these experiences and shape it as part of your experience. I think so much of cloth diapering knowledge is peer-to-peer, but unfortunately in the world of internet, that peer-to-peer can be quite uh, secret, not intentionally secret, but just like lack of transparency. And so podcasting me for me was a way of improving transparency In our industry and through improving transparency, I wanted to encourage more of us to consider possibilities and opportunities. 
So I guess that kind of leads into this next conversation really with Katrina. Um, we're going to talk about the transparency of her business and how she approaches diapering. And I think it's really insightful. And for any of you out there who are thinking about starting your own businesses or providing some coaching and training, this is a great show. I will, I mean, it's also a great show for thinking about low waste. I, I know I asked her about her favorite sustainable products and there's lots of ways that we can do that at home. I just, I can't get onto shampoo bars, guys. I can't do it. I can't do it. So I'm Katrina, obviously, and I'm a Clospa mum come business owner. So I own Peanut and Pop It and we're a cloth nappy store and eco living store. And my understanding is that you kind of jumped into this whole cloth thing during this pandemic, during the last two years. You didn't cloth diaper your first cloth diaper your second how did kind of your cloth diapering journey begin why did you consider it um yeah so that's exactly right mid-pandemic I literally just opened a cloth nappy business and that's like expanded from there and now we're like where we're at um but yeah I didn't cloth my first um my first is like five years old and at the time I just didn't know that cloth nappying was a thing um and then when I was pregnant with my second so he's just about to turn two tomorrow um he was gonna be in class immediately I just knew when I was pregnant that I wanted to cloth nappy him actually I knew before we had even started trying for a baby that <laughs> I wanted to use cloth nappy should I ever have another child um yeah and then we got about like I mean, it's mad because we, we only got about like five months into um, using cloth with him. And I was just like, I'm going to open a store. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> because that's the natural course of things. Why, why, do, didn't you, why didn't you cloth diaper with your first? Uh, did you not know about it? Yeah, just absolutely like really didn't know it was a thing. There was no one around me. I hadn't seen any like adverts or anything like that. Um, I guess I was like really kind of blind to the whole thing. I just, I didn't know. Um, but I think the whole idea of like cloth napping has picked up a lot recently. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot more parents are doing it. And yeah, it, I just, I knew about it with the second and I just did not know about it with the first. Yeah. I mean, that seems to be kind of a trend lately, people picking it up with their second babies. And so you decided to open a store. Yeah. And how's that going? What's your store? What do you sell? It's it's so good. So yeah, like I say, I like jumped into it. I was only, I had only been clothing for five months, but I'm just one of those people that like, picks up information like really easily and I was really invested in like learning everything before I had him um and then when I had him I just kind of thought like there are so many bits of information or like services that parents would find really useful that are just kind of like missing from this whole space um so that's what I did I set up and I tried to like fill in the blanks because I didn't want to be just another store I wanted peanut and pop it to be a like service driven store and an information driven store so what does that what does that mean for you um so it's things like offering parents like consultations in their home um we do like digital consultations or if you're local to where I am uh, I am I offer like consultations in the home so 
we go out and we either go through what their stash is at the moment that they have, figure out how to work it for them. Um, And, you know, like if they've already had the baby, then great. I can also help you fit it while we're there. Or if you're in disposables and you want to make the switch, um, I do a questionnaire with them first to figure out like what kind of thing I think would suit them best. Then I take that with me to the house and we go through it together. We look at like what it is and how it works, how we think it would work for them. Oh, wow. So you're like super hands on in this like nappy journey with new parents. Yeah. And I kind of like handhold a little bit like for the first couple of experiences or so. Because I just think um, I would have loved someone to just sit down with me and be like, hey, this is your baby. And this is how... <laughs> being a really great fit for your baby and yeah you're doing it absolutely fine and you're doing a really good job and you don't need to worry that kind of thing I think that really reflects on a few business models and people that I've talked to lately mostly one being like I chatted with the consult program that's in Germany and yeah. that need kind of to really sit down with parents and I think I had a mama come into this retail store that I work with the other day and we just like yeah, we went over fit because she was not, it wasn't that she was doing fit wrong. It's that she just needed a few more tips on goodness gracious, how to get that leak to stop, which was yeah. a little bit of a, like, I've tried to show these things on the internet, but really nothing at the end of the day beats a hands-on experience with a mom who yeah. has been doing this I, for a while. I completely agree. I think actually like seeing someone in real life, um, it's just like little things, like even if you're just doing it perfectly, you don't even know if you're doing it. Oh, yes. You don't have anyone else around you that uses cloth. Like, I'll just go in and be your cheerleader. And, like, you're doing really great. You've got a newborn baby. Like, you're doing amazing. <laughs> and I, I definitely, like, new mamas, we need that. New parents. We do. Uh, we're, like, <laughs> self-doubting everything in our past. Yeah. But, Katrina, you're, yeah. you're a mom with... Uh, what two under two starting this business to cheer on other moms who's your cheerleader um so I have an amazing group of gals that I've met along the way um they are my biggest cheerleaders so um I'm really good friends with cloth nappy geek on um, that's who she is on Instagram so that's Grace um and then Emily who is a thousand times of minute on Instagram and um Sasha who is Mrs Cricker's Twisted Knickers on Instagram (laughs) it's a weird one um but those three girls honestly they'll be there for me day and night that's they're amazing to me and they they all use cloth They've all like been through this like business journey with me and yeah, they're just total babes. Oh, good. I mean, that's what we also need in that, that business cycle too, right? Um, Starting a business is no walk in the park. So your business focuses on this incredible hands-on service part for the Claudette Nappy situation to really get people going. What has been that reception of that? Um, it's been really well received and I try to do on Instagram like I try to do like a lot of like myth busting and like that kind of thing mm-hmm. um, or something that you may think is like mildly um, controversial like wash routines I try and like be upfront about them and in people's face about them like it's easy and you don't need to do this this and this you just 
you know you do it how you (laughs) need to do it to get along um and people really love that because like it's a different uh voice so there's a lot in this kind of like cloth nappy space on Facebook and stuff where there's so many strict rules about wash routines and like how you need to cloth nappy that I'm just out there going you don't even need to do that (laughs) and people are like oh we've got a whole we've got a whole generation of pandemic businesses who are just like rewriting this narrative and yeah they absolutely. don't freaking and care like, and they're excelling oh, at it <laughs> yeah um I love it I love that there's so many like new voices that are just going hey like this is the norm or like this is the narrative that's pushed um but hey come over here and like here's a new kind of like voice of reason and a new way of doing things that like you might like this it's a much more relaxed <laughs> Space over here exactly right okay so but yeah, Pina and Papa not only does this cloth sector you've you've kind of also gone into low waste and eco living yeah. for the mama which I thought would be also a great conversation to expand on today in light of what is Earth Day coming up so how yeah. did your eco journey kind of come along I imagine that's what's inspired a lot of your business as somebody who's looking at acquiring a business I was like Oh, I like these products. Can we bring that in? Yeah. <laughs> How did your journey to uh, switching to sustainable kind of uh, shape over the last couple of years? So like after I had my first baby, um, a lot of my switches have been for financial reasons. So five years ago, I started using a menstrual cup mm-hmm. and that's like revolutionary for my period. And wow. I've literally never had to buy menstrual products since. Isn't that like so, amazing? Every time I accidentally I forget my menstrual gear, oh, which reminds me, I need to wash mine before. Um, <laughs> and I have to like run to the store because I was once on vacation and I was like, you seriously, you want what? <laughs> I know. I and I have to do this so every month. <laughs> I know it's so expensive so like I bought a menstrual cup was like 20 pound and I was spending at least minimum like five pound a month on menstrual products so like for me no brainer like four months in and I was already like I'd made my money like I'd broken even we gotta do this menstruation thing for like a long time but like ever it feels like (laughs) like I'm not here for it I'm done go over it (laughs) um yeah so like that I would say was like a a real like catalyst to me making lots of changes um like here in the UK we do uh reusable bags everywhere so um everybody in the UK pretty much uses reusable bags for shopping so we go to like the supermarket and the percentage of people using single-use plastic bags is so small because we have to pay for them here now so everyone literally carries like reusable bags with them so it's like another thing um naturally do I mean I gotta pay for my plastic bags but am I good at remembering to not bring one no how do you pay for them that's interesting well I you know I think part of the problem is we don't pay enough ours are only like 5p or 10p okay yeah so ours is like five or ten cents a bag there is one store that does 25 cents a bag and I'm always like "Mm, that's kind of like my cutting point it's it's (laughs) kind of funny because it's like 
Oh, that's an interesting observation, Bailey. You will just buy a bag from anybody, but then someone says 25 cents. No, hard no, not doing it. No, like I think in the UK, maybe we're just so stingy. We're like, I am absolutely not paying for a bag. <laughs> like there is no way I'm paying for a bag. So I I mean I carry one everywhere I go. My car is full of reusable bags, like when we go shopping and stuff. <laughs> so um, looking at your shop and what you carry right now, what has been kind of yeah. the most revolutionary low-waste product that you've adapted into your lifestyle? Um, like I've already mentioned it, so I will just say menstrual cups. Oh, yes. A hundred percent like the most revolutionary thing I've ever done. Um, but after that, I think it's the little things like shampoo bars. Um, they're one of our absolute biggest sellers. So shampoo bars and conditioner bars. Like my bathroom is basically completely clutter free. It's so nice. So I have, I used to have like a big basket full of like bottles of everything and bottles of shampoo and bottles of conditioner and bottles of shower gel and like bottles, bottles and more bottles. And now I literally have like this tiny little bamboo dish. It's got three bars in it, like um, soap, shower, uh, sorry, soap, shampoo and conditioner. Yeah. And I'm done. Like, it's so easy. I like easy. We all like easy, right? I love it. Yeah, easy. I mean, I don't want anything complicated in my life at this point. I've got two children and that's enough complication (laughs) for my entire life. What do you feel like is one of the biggest barriers for people when they're thinking about ditching mainstream and going to to a, a sustainable or eco product um a lot of the time I think it's cost um there are a lot of products that you can use that just seem a little bit more costly um but in- normally it's just that initial like outlay they end up saving you a lot of money um and it's also I guess like they're not quite mainstream enough for people to see them when they do their weekly shop Mm. or um like see them on the high street so they're not in people's face as much so it doesn't seem like a second nature kind of choice it seems like something that you have to want to do and then go out and search for the product rather than being like readily available to make the switch if that makes sense yes oh yeah that does like uh part of the reason I haven't like gone to a shampoo bar is uh I just it's easier to pick it up when I'm doing my groceries Uh, um and there's no bars there and I don't know what the UK is like but shipping in Canada is just a freaking nightmare and is it expensive (laughs) so it's like oh just do it and I'm also worried because I've tried like I've tried I once tried a shampoo bar like seven years ago and I had a bad experience so I think that is the other thing the other thing is trying something and then having a bad experience but then I think in my like so I'm 30 now like in my I don't know like 20 years or whatever how many shampoos have I gone through and not like don't don't look at my shower Katrina don't look at it (laughs) (laughs) is it just full of I'm currently like like, on my third shampoo this year I'm just like I'm I'm turning up I'm I'm on I'm rough it's rough so I use the one shampoo that I found that works and then I use the one the two that don't work every other day but it's just like (laughs) (laughs) like just to try and use them up oh yeah because I don't want to toss it because it's 
product but i my mom was like just return it to the store and i was like mom no they're gonna toss it i will just have a bad hair day okay (laughs) (laughs) but then i think like people will think that about shampoo and they'll be like oh i've I've bought a bottle i i didn't really get on with it it's not for me they might like give it to a friend or something like that but when it's a shampoo bar if you don't immediately get on with it a lot of people just go nah i'm not doing that but you have the same experience with bottles it's just that you're so used to bottles that in like the last 10 years you've probably found your favorite product but you haven't experienced shampoo bars for 10 years to find your favorite shampoo bar. it's really funny how we do that with with products that we think are an inconvenience because parents will shop around for disposable diapers trying to find the one that works best for their child but, you know, often yeah. when they have a bad experience with a cloth diaper, nope, game over, naming it all. I mean, in mm-hmm. my scenario, I did that with shampoo bars as well. Um, yeah, that seems to be a weird thing we're doing. And I wonder, in cracking yeah, that code, I think you, do just, you just kind of like write it off. I think a lot of parents write it off. So um, I went to like my first in-person event on Tuesday. And I was talking to a group of parents, like they were all mums actually, so a group of mums and babies. And they were all people that had like either wanted to start class or that, that there was like two sides of the group. The other half of the group had all started class and had given up, but wanted to start again. But they had written them off because yeah. they leaked. Um, but they were all using nappies that I if I were to recommend them a nappy, it wouldn't be something I would recommend for their child. <laughs> so it's that kind of thing of like knowing, if you know the nappy, it's easier to make the first choice a better choice. If, But I mean, as a parent, if you don't know anything about cloth, you pick up a nappy and it doesn't work for you. It's easy to think that all cloth nappies are the same. Yes, when they're not, they're so bad. I mean, as a as an influencer who has collected a stash of millions at this point, they're <laughs> all different. Like even brands that are the same are different. There's just yeah, there's and like differences. they just work for different children. Like there are people who can get away with microfiber, which is not a material I ever recommend, but. Um, they can get away with a microfiber only nappy but then there's so marmite you'll get another parent pick that up and it will just ruin their experience yo yeah Yeah. it's it's impossible you need to have that knowledge like at the front and center to be able to make a decision that works for your family first and so I guess like whether it's a shampoo bar or really a cloth nappy one thing we can do is rely on our retailers uh rely on our retailers because you stock products that you trust and believe in, right? And so uh, realistically, yeah. if you were a Canadian retailer, I'm not going to buy a shampoo bar from you. It's, you're a little, you're a little it fun. It would cost you a It's not really fun. worth it. But <laughs> I could really just slide into your email and be like, hey, Katrina, I need some help. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll welcome anybody that wants to slide in my DMs or hit me up on emails to say, hey, I want to try whatever it is I want to try a cleaning product or a hair thing or a nappy like what do you think I would like like I only stock things that I have experience with that I love that I think other people should know about Mm -hmm. yeah and we see that across all retailers really yeah as a retailer you can really like curate your own shop and it can be just like everything you love about nappies and everything you love about like eco living 
mm-hmm. and everything you wish you could share with other people and now I've created like a whole shop of it and I just want to like shout about it from the rooftop you can start your shop of all my favorite nappies I like them all uh that would be a very yeah long. that's also another trouble there are so many other nappies that I could stock if I were a millionaire, I would just, there were so many other things I would start. My girlfriend has a little shop and our biggest barrier is mostly like uh, importing. Importing sucks. Yeah, it does suck. And um, a lot, like all our baby stuff is VAT uh, zero rated. So we don't pay VAT on baby goods. So nappies are no VAT, but when they get imported, you just know, you know, you're getting hit with duty and VAT and like, the whole cost of shipping and stuff it is it's a lot it's a lot so if we look over like this last wild I'm gonna assume wild because you've only been in business for like what a year and a half a year yeah year and a half we're into our second year what our birthday is in July what do you think has been like the biggest thing that you've learned as a business owner as a parent or as a cloth nappy a takeaway that you've had over that time um everything changes all the time <laughs> whether it's <laughs> I hate it because this is like the advice that I've got it all week Katrina so I don't want to hear it I'm tired of hearing it I don't want someone to change slow it down with the change but okay it yes. does. everything changes all the time like whether it's my baby so like when my baby was newborn oh my gosh was he a heavy wetter he would just pee through everything we hit weaning and it was a dream like the nappies that I used to use, I wasn't using anymore. I use different ones. And like your baby changes in business, the most popular brand in the world changes. So um, you'll get a brand come in that just everyone falls in love with. And that's like the new thing that everybody wants. And like the market changes. So we've got a lot of shampoo bars actually coming into the high street recently. So like that's changing and like people are sort of swaying more towards like eco choices and stuff like everything just changes all the time and staying on top of it and trying to like predict the future is probably yeah. the hardest yeah, if, game. You have, <laughs> if you have like a mystic mag crystal ball situation I'm here for it I would love to know what the future is going to bring where where do you want to see earth and pop or earth and pop it you're not earth and pop it peanut and pop it go in the next five ten years do you have a long-term plan um yeah so like we moved into a warehouse space um in December of last year so we've just moved into there so that's like a big thing for us um and I want to see that grow but I also want to use that warehouse um to so they 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 pack all my products now I want to use that time to go and give back to parents so I want to be at more in-person events I want to be more hands-on with parents I want to offer more services and like we've launched a free guide to reusable nappies for beginners like I just want to see that growth I want to be helping more parents know that the decision even exists so um something I've been doing at the moment is emailing like the local hospital to ask them like hey what do you tell parents when they're expecting babies do you have in your antenatal classes do you have both options for nappies like available to discuss um do your uh, like healthcare do they know much about cloth nappies could we maybe say here's a leaflet when you have a new and expecting parent coming in like that kind of thing I'm looking at ways to just try and say hey there's an option if you want to do that option and then you also feel like you need help 
I'm here for you. Yeah. And I, I was thinking, <clears throat> I wanted to really amplify what you just said and that I was chatting with the team at the Cloth Nappy Association the other day. And I was like, I just, I don't know. I was like, I, I admire all this like advocacy work that you're doing. Like, I just don't know how to get it started in Canada. Like, what do I need to do to get to this level where I can be making these conversations with politicians or with hospitals and with big groups? And she looks at me and she's like, you just, you just call them. That's all you do. Man. Yeah. You just stop. Don't, you don't need yeah. to be anyone or do anything. They're your elected official. It's your hospital. It's your whatever. You can just give them a call and be like, have you heard of this? Can I connect you with this? Who can I talk to yeah. about this? And it's sometimes that was that moment of being like, oh yeah, I am an adult now. And <laughs> if I want yeah. to do the things I want to do in my community, I have to talk to other adults. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't need a fancy degree. And the barriers that I probably perceive are just uh, that perceptions and they're not really yeah, there. Absolutely. And like you're going to be best placed anyway to have those kind of conversations because you have so much knowledge and experience like in that area. <clears throat> but I think um, we all do. Like, like anybody, yeah. if you are a cloth mama and you're wondering, like, why doesn't my area have a rebate or why are yeah, we focused so much on landfills or why does our hospital like you'd be like hey have you heard about this like yeah let like, me connect you with somebody start a conversation yeah because it is exactly like you say you don't have to be anyone in particular and for all you know your your local council they don't know no well, yeah they your hospital know. doesn't know i mean you didn't yeah. know about cloth diapers until your second baby so exactly um, so you can like you just just don't assume anyone else knows basically and go out and talk to people and tell them like this exists hello I'm here yeah bye bye thing uh yeah, yeah. pretty much and if we want to support earth and pop oh god why do I think you're earth and pop it I don't know should I change the name you know why <laughs> it's because there's a retailer in Canada a brand earth and pebble and so uh, it's yeah. the yeah, I'm I going for the plus sounds. And so I'm like, I'm confusing you with Brittany at Earth and Pebble. Uh, yeah. If people want to support Peanut and Pop It, where can we find you? Where can we shop with you if we're in the UK? Where can we connect with you to learn more? Um, so I'm based in Somerset in the UK. So um, my hometown is Yeovil. So I connect with parents locally there. Um, if you're local to Yeovil, you want to hit me up and you want to chat, then I'm here. Um, we are at www.peanutandpoppit.com. And then you'll find us um, as Peanut and Poppet on Instagram, on Facebook, on Pinterest, on YouTube. Um, and if you want to join our lovely, friendly community, then over on Facebook, there's also the Peanut and Poppet Hangout, which is like a lovely group of like minded people where you can share and chat and just engage with other people who totally understand what you're going through that's awesome well thank you so much katrina if you're listening to this on the week of earth day if you're listening to this sometime mid-april before april 22nd this is your reminder to go visit the clothdiverpodcast.com i'll have the full directory of everything you need to know don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter where i give you updates on sales promo codes from our sponsors as well as a reminder about our show the Cloth Diaper Podcast will be wrapping up next week. Not wrapping up. That is not the right word at all. But we'll have another show next week and every week after that well into the summer. So I'll see you guys online.